0: Haryam Shri Guru We are selfish. All of us. We admire and praise selflessness. But when we look at ourselves, there's plenty selfishness in us. If you think about all the different things we do, we network and we keep good relationships with people because we never know when we might need them. Or even as something as simple as We don't want to hold on to our jacket because the day is warm and it's just heavy weight that we're carrying around, even though a jacket can't be that heavy. But the minute it's cold, we need that jacket. And when something's old and not useful anymore, we just throw it out. But wait, we do that with people as well. When people get old and they're not as able to perform as they used to, we see in the corporate world, they are given a golden shake and shown the door. Or even if they're not so old, if an actress puts on a bit of weight or if an actor loses some of his charm, they replaced with someone more current, someone more popular, someone more good looking, someone more skilled, or just someone more young. We see it in the world all the time. It's just the way it is. Bhaja is constantly showing us the truth of what is. It's not judging it to be good or bad. It just is. Each of us act to fulfill our own desires and needs. And we put that above and beyond everything else, even though we value all the noble qualities. And so Bhaja shows us in this next verse that there is this tendency in each one of us to use people. Not that we are horrible or manipulative, it's just there as part of human nature. It says, For as long as a man is strong and able and is earning and has the capacity to give and support, all the members of the family are very respectful and nice to him give him attention and praise and love and affection. But the minute that person is no longer able to earn, no longer able to support the family, that same affection and attention goes to the younger person now who is bringing in the bread and butter. When we see something as useful, we give it importance, we give it value, we take care of it. And when we don't need it anymore, it's forgotten or even if it's not forgotten, if it's there in front of us, we don't want to give it time anymore. There was a very nice story I heard from a man who had a very important position in government, maybe not quite a minister, but held a position of power where they were making decisions and implementing laws, and he was invited to a conference. And this was his second year at the conference. And when he got up to speak the second year, he said, last year, when I held the position, I was received at the airport by a car and they drove me to the hotel. They checked me in and asked me if there was anything I needed. The next morning to come to this conference, I was received at the hotel by a car, waiting to drive me here. And then a young lady offered me a cup of coffee in a nice glass cup. Yesterday, when I got in at the airport, there was no car waiting. I had to catch a taxi, put my bags in the boot and get myself to the hotel. This morning too, I walked three blocks to get here and I thought it would be nice to have a cup of coffee. And so I asked the young man behind the counter if he would get me a cup of coffee. And he pointed his head in the direction of the machine where I helped myself to a paper cup and mixed my own coffee. And I thought about it. I thought last year when I held a post and I had all those extra privileges, it was excellent and I thoroughly enjoyed it. This year I don't hold any position and I came here and reflected to realize that those privileges were never for me. Those privileges were for the post I held. I only ever deserved this paper cup and helped myself to a cup of coffee. When I heard him narrate this story, I thought, what a wise way to look at life. It would be completely in line with Pajagoindam's thinking. Because we could grow bitter and resentful when Privileges get taken away from us when praise stops being showered and attention is much less. And many people do when they're wealthy and they lose the money. And along with the money, they lose a lot of friends and attention and pampering. It makes them bitter. It makes them resentful. And the whole point here in Bajukovindam when it tells us that people are out to look after themselves first. It's not to show us a very morbid, ugly picture of human beings, but it is to help us to prepare that know this to be the truth and don't expect anything else, because if you do, then you'll be disappointed. And it's also to help us to see our own selfishness. When we recognize it, that it's just there in the world, we'll start to recognize it in ourselves as well. And then maybe we'll start to treat the elderly with a little bit more kindness and tenderness. And maybe when we're enjoying all those privileges that come with being in an position of whether it be with friends or whether it be at work, we know that this is just temporary, no point in getting used to it. Enjoy it while it lasts and be ready to let go of it when I need to. The most important thing that Guruji Swami Tejumayananda had said when I had heard him explain this verse of Bajra is, instead of running after that outer wealth that gives us all that external attention, make sure we spend time in acquiring the inner wealth that absolutely nobody can take away from us. Prepare ourselves with this inner wealth for whatever life brings, not to get distracted by all the perks, and keep in mind the gold constantly the goal of our own self-enfoldment and upliftment, the goal of Bajukavindam. Think about it more in-depth talks from Swamini Supriyananda and other excellent teachers of the Chinmaya Mission. You can subscribe to chinmayaclix.com. That's chinmayaclix.com. You can also visit the Chinmaya channel on YouTube for bite-sized inspiration and discourses on in-depth Vedantic texts. To know about local classes, activities and upcoming retreats, visit www.chinmayamission.com and see you on the next podcast.